This is Short-Term Rental Management, the show that is all about short-term rental property management with your host, yours truly, Luke Carl. We have arrived. It is showtime. Short-Term Rental Management, the reverend of real estate, the shaman of short-term, ready to rock and roll with you. And today we're going to talk about the four pillars of a kick-ass listing, Airbnb Verbo Listing. Um, and uh, we're going to break it down for you. We're going to show a couple of examples um, and, uh, and and describe what it takes to make it with a really awesome listing. And I'm going to be doing this with my, my good buddy, Mr. Chuck Kramer, who's been around in the business for a really long time. And of course, he's part of the short-term shopping. We love him. Um, and we will, uh, we will join you with this wonderful program after a word from this week's sponsor. Join me live every Thursday for a weekly Q&A all about short-term rental. If you like my vibe, if you're digging the long hair extraordinaire, Cashflow Carl, and want to ask me questions in real time, join me at strquestions.com. It's a lot of fun. strquestions.com. Short-term rental management, long hair Luke, the reverend of real estate. So psyched to be here, my main man. Old school repeat offender, uh, part of this big part of the short term shop, and uh, and uh, just a total rock star in this space. Chuck Kramer uh, is here, and we are going to talk today about the four pillars of a great listing. Uh, Chuck, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you this morning, Luke? Ah, man, you know life's good. Life is wonderful. I can't complain. Um, the kids are growing up fast, but uh, but oh, man, yeah. you know I got everything I need. So that's it's just wonderful. Um, so yeah, without further ado, we're going to dive in. I'm going to, I'm just going to share this graphic. We're going to basically talk about uh, what it looks like to, um, have a really nice, uh, uh, Airbnb and or Verbo listing. It's a, a topic that we cover often. Um, and I, I think the first thing that, to realize here is that what we're talking about today is repeated, right? So, um, like for instance, we have the short-term, uh, rental, uh, listing advice group uh, on Facebook. If you're not familiar with that, please check that out. You can throw your Airbnb, your Verbo, your 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 off-platform uh, website, your even your guidebook if you want to, uh, in that group. Uh, it's strlistingadvice.com. You search Facebook for short-term rental listing advice, and um, you can get some great pointers on your listing. But I, what I see is a lot of a lot of folks will kind of just wait for comments on their own listing, or sometimes we'll do it live as well on uh, Facebook live or zoom. Uh, and, and I, uh, send people videos all the time, uh, to give some advice or at least what I think that they could maybe improve on, on their listing. And what I'm getting at here is that a lot of folks don't listen when it's somebody else's listing. Like they're just kind of waiting in line for an expert to critique their property when really it's kind of the same thing over and over again. Uh, Chuck, uh, what are your thoughts on that? It, it really is. Um, if you go back and look at, you know, you could pick 10 posting at random and you'll probably find six or seven items on each post that are exactly the same. It's the same advice. Um, at some point, we should probably consolidate that into a podcast. Oh, wait. Okay. Man, that would be a really good idea. That would be such a yeah, good idea. Yeah, it would idea. be. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Here we are. Look at this. Getting, yeah. uh, getting upstream, I suppose. Yeah. Put it all in one place. 
Love it. So um, today we're going to talk about the four pillars, right? And really, it could kind of sort of be broken down into um, five uh, or maybe even six or seven if you wanted to go crazy with it. But let me show, let me share screen here and kind of give a, a chart of what, what we're talking about. So um, you got a headline, right? And we're going we're gonna to show an actual listing uh, in just a minute. Um, headlines at the top of the page, cut and dry, right? Pictures uh, also cut and dry. That's uh, probably the most important uh, part of the, at least visually, of the listing. Um, and then pricing and availability, which is on the, the, uh, the kind of the right-hand side of the screen there. Um, and then the description. Now, pricing and availability could be two separate things. And what I mean there by availability is how much calendar availability do you have? How popular is your home? Because your pricing is going to change based on how far out you're booked and or how not booked you are, right? So those technically could be two different things. And then, of course, your description is a big factor as well. Then we get further down into the listing and kind of into the into the, the whatever the whole of the boat, if you will, in the uh, house rules, and uh, uh, you have a an in-house um, uh, guidebook there on Airbnb and Verbo, that kind of thing. Uh, and Chuck, do you have any more thoughts on this? Yeah, uh, and let's also say this isn't an order of importance. No, but this is sort of when you're putting together a listing, the order that you should be thinking of things in. So, excellent um, point. And I will say, I'm glad you brought that up because. Uh, I did them in this order because it's from the top of the page to the bottom of the page is really all right. it is. Uh, the headlines at the top and the pictures and the prices are under the pictures. And then the description is kind of off down a little bit to the left there uh, from the prices and the availability. And again, what we want to stress on today's show is that this is not rocket science. You do not need a professional or to pay somebody or uh, to, to take you, you don't need to take your listing to the therapist and sit it down and have it analyzed. Okay. Cause the therapist is going to say the same thing to the, the 20 people that were in there before, because there's only so many things that it could be in this particular circumstance. Right. So um, Chuck, do you have anything else to say or should we just jump into this random property we chose? Well, as we go through listings, you know, there, there's there's two things that we need to please with our listings. We need to please the platform so that we can get good exposure through their you know through their algorithm. But we also need to please the guest. We got to get them interested in looking and booking. So you can't just focus on one without the other. They go hand in hand. Yes, I agree. So let's go ahead and pull up this. Um, and Chuck, if you don't mind, if you could get a, a backup uh, listing for us. Um, uh, we'll go. We'll go right into this one. And if you have a second, or if I if I get a second on the side here, we'll pull up a second one so we can we we can walk through this. And we did get this listing, these listings from our Facebook group, by the way, short term rental listing advice. So they were already posting this out there, looking for help. So we didn't just pull a random property from the internet where these folks are defenseless and didn't realize that somebody was going to be looking at it because that's what they came here uh, looking for, right? So. Um, right. Let me go ahead and uh, and do another sh screen share here. Where are we at? Oh, this one's in the Smokies. Okay, great, great. The low-hanging fruit of vacation rentals, if you will, um, which is wonderful. We love it there. Uh, my family, uh, we're actually going to spend um, Thanksgiving in the Great Smoky Mountain area in uh, Pigeon Forge area this, uh, this fall. Okay, so here we are with a uh, 
Property that may or may not need a new roof is the first thing that comes to mind here. But uh, I'm not here to critique the listing. I am. We're going to get into that. But I think right now, let's focus on the four pillars. Okay. Before we get into any, we, we do listing advice all day, every day here at the short-term shop. If that's what you're looking for, post it on the, uh, the Facebook group. We'd be happy to help. But for right now, let's focus on these four pillars, starting at the top of the page. Um, the, uh, and again, guys, I'm going to give the secret away. I'm going to give away this. I'm just going to go ahead and jump to the chase. The most important thing with all four of the aspects of your listing it's to never keep them the same for too long. Chuck, what's your system there? Do you have a system per se for changing headlines, pictures, price? Well, prices is a whole nother category, but do you explain a system for me? Well, mine, mine's probably a little bit loose, but I actually block an hour on my calendar and set a reminder to pop up uh, once a week. And it doesn't necessarily mean I sit down when that alarm goes off. But I also keep an ongoing note in my phone, and I think about this stuff all the time. And if, if an idea comes to mind, I jot it down in the note, and then I sit down and bring this stuff out. And I think about, okay, if I were a guest, you know, what's going to attract me as I'm searching? And, and right now, today, on this date, what time period are people searching for? And I, I, I wish the, you know, the OTAs would give us a little more insight on that. Uh, and I understand they, they may, but um, they're not doing it now. So, like right now, I'm still working to fill out uh, October. I'm into Thanksgiving and the holidays. So my headline. And again, right now is uh, just to be because uh, we have no idea when this will come out. So we're recording oh, this true. in uh, almost September, uh, late August 23. So you're yep. uh, go ahead. Uh, knowing that, where where are you at right now? Yeah. So I'm in at you know November uh, the holidays, but I'm not ignoring January and February either. Um, you know the in all of our markets, that's January, February, the off season. So, I, but I'm focused on the big dollar days. You know, I, I don't want to spend too much time worrying about that second week in November when I've got big Thanksgiving, you know, that can carry the whole month one week later. So right now I'm focused on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and when you, when, you say, days. when you say focus, explain that to me. Um, uh, my title, uh, for instance, oh, on uh, one of my mountain properties, you know, I've got in there that were decorated, things that are unique to Christmas from any other time of year. Um, other people are still working on summer. Uh, you know, I've, I've got a big place. It's eight bedrooms. We sleep 24. People don't wait to the last minute to put those kind of trips together. They're looking and booking now. So I want to get their attention. Um Talk Absolutely. about what we, yeah. Talk about what we do for there, and in fact, you know, the the Christmas parades are only minutes away, and um, yeah. In that regard, I, I look at it like a, a like a Hobby Lobby. Um, I'm going to Hobby Lobby, and when you go into Hobby Lobby in July, they have Christmas stuff. Okay, and again, this is going yep. back to the circle of seasonality, which is another video we have on our YouTube channel, Short Term Shop on YouTube. Um, check out the, the video called the circle of seasonality. Okay. And it'll explain kind of how to, uh, price your property in advance, things like that. But, but Chuck, what's your system for changing your, Do you have like a, I mean, in, in general, like I change my headline once a week kind of thing or not really. Uh, yeah, it's roughly once a week. That's why I give myself a reminder once a week, but you know, sometimes it'll, something will just come to me at random or I'll notice that, you know, I've gone four days and I haven't gotten a notice about an inquiry on this property. Um, and I'll jump in and change it. 
Yeah. I also keep track on my calendar when, when I changed it from and to. Um, there have been occasions that I've wanted to go back and look at, at past stuff. I want to know when I changed something. Uh, I know there's services that'll do that for you, but you know, I've already got a calendar with me at all times because I got my phone with me. So, <laughs> okay. So is this, uh, and I agree, I change my headline about once a week, give or take. Um, I definitely am more focused on my prices than anything. I change my prices and enjoy changing my prices. I would say probably eh, twice a week, maybe three times a week, uh, maybe once a week, maybe once every three weeks. Uh, and then at that point, I know that I've got some catching up to do, but uh um, again, long yeah. story short, the most important thing about these four uh, items in your listing, the four pillars is changing them often. Um, I, I, uh, I like this headline. Uh, I would love to find a one that I don't like to compare it to quite frankly, but, um, I, I think this is a, 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 a good use of space here. Um, and, uh, and as, as one of her four pillars, uh, it's easy to see why she's got so many reviews. Um, and, and if you're listening on podcasts, it's uh, her, her headline says fall specials, hot tub, secluded pool table, king bed. So we got like kind of a bullet point style. Let's hit the high points here. And I agree with that. And I think that, uh, uh, I would probably keep some, some, uh, you know, form of this headline, um, for, uh, quite some time for her. I don't think there's much to change here. She does have some slashes between the words. So that's one thing you could change. Because quite frankly, the algorithms are only noticing if you change something, you know. So you could, I mean, next week she could take out the, um, she could take out her her slashes between the uh, uh, between the words, and then boom, she's as far as the algorithms are concerned, she's got a brand new headline. She could move hot tub in front of fall special, boom, brand new headline, you know. So I think overall the mechanics uh, and the fundamentals of this headline, in my opinion, are great. Again, I'll read it to you again. It's fall specials hot tub, secluded, pool table, king bed. Um, Chuck, do you have any thoughts on this headline? I, I love the headline. In fact, uh, I looked at it and I thought, I think that's one of my headlines. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, for those that may not know, uh, it, it, if you've searched Airbnb as a guest, there's no way to search on a king bed. So if you've got a small cabin like this and you've got a king bed, putting it in your title uh, can, can certainly be a benefit. So. Yes. I, w- I want to make one point there. She has this to me is the biggest flaw of now. I mean, you're right about the ki- mentioning that it's a king bed, but this is the biggest flaw of her headline because she's got two bedrooms. So you have to remember when you're advertising your property, you're advertising this to folks as if they're five years old. OK, because people on vacation, they're in a, they're out of their element. They're in a different town. They don't know what they're doing. The wrong person might look at this and say, this house only has one bed because it says king bed, singular, okay? So if I had to nitpick, um, again, we're getting into some listing advice here, which is not the topic of today's program, but king bed in the in the headline is, uh, I would maybe put a two in front of it in her case, two king bed. Or if you're going to, you know, you got to really explain how many places does this person, does this place have to sleep? That's just me. Okay. I like to over explain. I have a four, a five year old and a three year old. And I oftentimes kind of feel like drunk people on vacation are kind of somewhere in that level, you know? Um, and, uh, and, and I'm not, no, I'm not bagging on them. You know, I mean, anytime you go anywhere that you've never been before, you don't go often, you're, you're out of your element. So if I had to nitpick there, 
Uh, but again, great headline there. This is uh, Arlene is her name. So fall specials, hot tubs, secluded king bed, uh, a pool table to king bed is the only uh, change I would make. Okay, now let's talk pictures. Now, again, this is not listing advice. We want to give you the best advice possible for each pillar of your listing. Uh, and in my opinion, the most important part of your photos is what you see right here on this screen. And and if you're again, if you're listening on podcast format, what we're talking about is when somebody's on desktop, what five photos do they see when they're looking at your listing? I see it all the time where the first five photos are basically what the photographer took in order. So it's like the four, what they do is the, it's, one headline uh, that Chuck famously calls it the hero picture. And that's the one that grabs everybody's attention. And then what you have is the next, the, the basically the first four photos that the photographer sent you in order. So it's like four different angles of the same room or like maybe from the living room to the kitchen, you know, whatever the house kind of flows. Now you don't want the pictures to flow in my opinion, but the first five need to be, they just need to grab you by the gut, right? Like these, that you're sucking people in. This is your one chance to suck them in with these five pictures. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they'll click and look at the rest of them. Maybe not. I think there's a very good chance nobody's going to look at the rest of them if you don't get them with the first five. So that's the most important thing of pillar number two is the order of the first five photos. And then one step further, change the order every day if you have the time. Hire your, your nephew to change the pictures on your listing. One picture, all it takes is click one picture, move it over to the head, the hero picture. Move picture number five to picture number four. Any of those top five photos need to be rotated on a regular basis as often as possible. Um, if you happen to be looking at Arlene's listing here, I think she's done a pretty good job. I'll describe it to you. She's got a, she's got a, a her hero picture is a picture of her exterior of her home, which is, is very cute. Her roof is a little, you know, faded, but I'm sure it's still functioning very well. It's a, it's a, a metal roof. It's red. It's cute. Very good looking home. I, I think she could probably stand to do a little bit of landscaping with some of these. Uh, looks like she's got some, maybe some crepe myrtles here in the front. And those tend to kind of get a little haywire occasionally, uh, but she's got fall colors. She's got fall colors on her mm -hmm. listing and her headline says fall specials. That is incredible. She's doing a great job there. Okay. Yep. So, because I see it all too often where they'll say, where they'll have a picture of, uh, you know, like no leaves on the trees, which means it's like January, February, and it, they're trying to sell the 4th of July. And it's like, well, the, this doesn't make any sense. There's obviously it's going to look completely different when they get there on the 4th of July. Am I saying that you need to have fall photos and spring photos, et cetera? Yes and no. That gets a little dangerous because. If you have uh, uh, different sets of photos, they were probably taken at least six months ago. And in the life of a vacation home, it's going to evolve and change like pretty constantly. So the chances that your fall photos from last year are going to match up to what the house looks like this year, you know, it's, it's probably not going to. You're going to have a different couch, a different fridge and and a lot of times that's okay. There's some certain things in photos that you can kind of, you know, lack of a better way to put it, get away with. But if you've done some remodeling or new artwork and things like that, 
People want it to look like what it looked like in the pictures. They really do. Okay. So anyway, my, my thing here for pillar number two is make sure. And again, double check it on mobile, on app, on, on mobile, uh, Chrome or whatever browser you're using. See what the, what it looks like. What does it look like? That's what you got. You got two seconds to suck them in, right? So uh, Chuck, anything to add there on the photo section? Join me live every Thursday for a weekly Q&A all about short-term rental. If you like my vibe, if you're digging the long hair extraordinaire, cash flow Carl, and want to ask me questions in real time, join me at strquestions.com. It's a lot of fun. strquestions.com. Yeah, uh, don't forget captions. Um, in this case, Arlene doesn't have captions on hers, and they're not going to show up in this collage anyway. But if people click on show all photos, captions are another way to use text to capture your guest attention. Uh, there we go. You're seeing them. Just, her first, up on just on her first one. She has them on her first one. But okay. uh, I agree. Yeah, what, any other strategy that I may have missed as far as the second pillar of uh, of awesome photos on a great listing to really suck people in? Or did I get too long winded as usual? <laughs> <laughs> no, you hit all the points. I mean, you know, we, we've also talked about the staging. You know, and trying to avoid people, uh, uh, food, drink, that kind of thing that Airbnb is not going to like. Um, oh, you know Burbank's what? I, you're, I agree. Yeah. So Chuck's saying, you know, there's a lot of times where people will put wine glasses in like half of the pictures. And are you, I mean, if you're not offering free wine, which you probably shouldn't do that, um, that's a debate for another call. But, uh, y- you know, maybe you don't need all those uh, wine pictures. But, I never did finish my train of thought there as far as the first five photos she's got. So the first picture, her hero pick is the exterior, which is a really cute house with the fall foliage, et cetera, uh, colors in the trees. Very beautiful picture. Great um, uh, sky. The sky is, is gorgeous. Um, if I had any complaint, uh, it is a little off center, but I think they did that on purpose as far as the creative aspect of gathering as much uh, beauty as they could in this picture. So First photo is a beautiful picture of the exterior of the home. I agree with that. Then she's got a living room fireplace for, uh, photo. I, I, I agree with that, I think. Um, she's also got a hot tub picture, guaranteed. You've got a hot tub, like in, you know, it's a mountain house with a hot tub. That has got to be in the top five. And you really you need a really awesome hot tub picture with maybe some view or uh, you know, m- maybe just paint a really nice picture of what they're getting themselves into here. Um, so that's great. Um, and then she's got a, a, a bedroom picture where there is a, a, a soaker tub in the bedroom. I could go either way on that picture, um, but I, I'm not I'm not uh, opposed to it. And then she's got a porch picture with a uh, with cornhole. Um, so, you know, you may you may uh, be able to swap like that bedroom with the um, soaker tub photo for or something else uh, that, you know, basically just go through like she's also got a a pool table and an arcade game in one picture. That is definitely top five material. Um, I think I may consider swapping that bed uh, soaker tub uh, photo for uh, one of these um, uh, pool table photos. Uh, Put that in the top five uh, is, is definitely something I would consider. I would maybe in her case, probably what I would do is put the uh, pool table arcade picture um, in place of the bed picture, which is right now sitting at picture number four, move the bed picture to picture number six, 
so that when it does come time to rotate that back into my top five, it's right there. It's easy to grab. It reminds me, oh, hey, here's another option to rotate in. Because again, Chuck, am I wrong? Yep. The most important Dude. part is rotating the photos, right? You are exactly right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you walk into a grocery store, you never see the same thing when you walk through the door. So Dude. it works. Dude, you just nailed it. it. What's at the cash register? My kids, we go up to the cash register and they're playing with, they want the Snickers bar and the toys and the trinkets, man. You know, so that's the same thing with your listing right at the front. When you have no choice, but you're, you're already there. Here it is. It's right in front of me. Do I want to walk deeper into this store and buy more stuff or am I going to go somewhere else? You nailed it with you the grocery it. store thing, man. Love it. All right. Then pricing. Pricing is a whole different conversation for another call because pricing, I mean, we could do, we could do 20 hours on pricing. Um, so we're not going to dwell on that too much other than the fact that you have got to change your prices often. Okay. So um, get in there. If you're not booked, your price is too high. It's as simple as that. Um, and, uh, and it could be other things. I don't want it to be. That's, what, that's why we're doing this call today. I don't want it to be a race to the bottom with the prices. Yeah, the hotel industry has kind of a bottom dollar they're going to go on a hotel. And over the past six or eight months with these interest rates rising and, and things getting wacky out there in the world of real estate, people have been dropping their prices way low to try and get some bookings, especially with there's been so much international travel in 2023. We are in no way trying to say that you should just go ahead and drop your prices to get more bookings. You should focus on the four pillars as much as you can fantastic photos, changing your headline around. And then if you, if almost as a last resort, maybe drop your prices, but it's kind of a fine line there because it also, sometimes it needs to be your first line of defense to drop the prices. Right. So, um, pricing again, very, very long conversation that we've had, um, extensively here on short-term rental management. So feel free to refer back to previous podcasts. Uh, but Chuck, any uh, any insight on the third pillar of a really awesome vacation rental listing, which is pricing? Well, I agree with everything you said. Uh, let me just add also that if you feel like your place should command a higher price than your enemies that you've used your you know your your enemy method on, then your pictures and your title is where you need to put that value out there. It's so many people as they're searching. They're going to base the, their next click on your price and your pictures. So if there's something about your price that puts you higher than others, you need to show it in your pictures or your headline. Make people know that there's a reason for the price difference. So I agree. And I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to backtrack just a little bit to yet another pillar that is kind of a sleeper. I'm going to call it a sleeper pillar before we get to the description. And that my friends, is your reviews. That's your reviews, right? That's another pillar of a listing. Um, and uh, I do want to briefly talk about what it looks like to have great reviews um, and, you know, what it looks like from the consumer end as well. Now, Miss uh, Arlene here, who happens to be fresh in our minds because she's right in front of our faces, she's sitting at 4.95 at 55 reviews. So she's probably been in the business. Again, this is just Airbnb. It takes about a year to get 50 reviews. Now, that's going to be across everywhere. So a Verbo, uh, Airbnb, I don't know if she, maybe she's using booking.com, et cetera, maybe her own website. So she's probably 
depending on how popular her Airbnb is versus her other platforms, she's probably sitting maybe even closer to a year and a half or two years. I will also say that 1.95 is extremely difficult. She's spending a lot of time on that, okay? My goal uh, as one of the pillars of my awesome listing is to have a review, a star rating of 4.87 to 4.92, okay? Anything below 4.87, you're really just not trying that hard. And again, Chuck, correct me if I'm wrong, super host status is 4.80. Yes, I believe yes. it is. It's 4.80. Now, I, I hate to break it to you. It's not hard to get super host. Um, now, that being said, there are many, 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 many people out there that are not trying and not getting the job done. Okay. So um, 4.87 to 4.92. That's where I, I like to live. Okay. And uh, I will say that anything higher than that is very difficult. Anything lower than that, you're really either you're either you're brand new and you got hit hard with a bad review right out of the gate, which you can easily catch up because uh, the percentages are are going to be in your favor since you don't have a lot of reviews right now. You can catch that up with some five stars to cover it up, basically. Um, or you're just not trying that hard. If you're sitting at four point eight zero, you're going to get overlooked. You are going to get overlooked. So sleeper pillar, uh, the reviews, uh, probably the most important part of of getting the uh, pillar number three higher, which is the rents. If you want to get the rents higher, um, you know, Agreed. so maybe it's not a sleeper. Maybe, maybe pillar number, we need to go back and reorder these things. So pillar number two is reviews from top to bottom. And then pillar number three is photos. Pillar number four is um, prices. Okay. So keep the reviews in mind and make sure that you're having short, sweet, awesome responses to the reviews. Um, I see a lot of times a big, big mistake there, in my opinion, is when people respond to a bad review with this really long thing as to why that guest was wrong. Um, any kind of negativity on a review response in any way is just going to make you look petty and people aren't going to like that. Uh, anything to add there on pillar number two, now that we're all over the place uh, as far as uh, reviews there, uh, Chuck. No, I mean, that's obviously the one that you have the least control over, but um, you've, you've got to make it work. You know, in some cases, that might even mean relisting. Uh, and remember your math. You know, if you get a bad review, your fifth or sixth one in, it, you know, bring it, break out your calculator and say, okay, how many fives do I need to bring this up to a 4.8 again? Um, you just need to put your effort in the right place. 100%. 100%. All right, let's move to description, which has now by default become pillar number six. Or is it five? I'm, I, I'm all over the place now. So one, five. two, three, four, five. There we go, five. Pillar number five. Okay, so um, the description. Uh, and Chuck, you have an excellent uh, speech for me uh, on uh, above the fold. What does that mean exactly? And again, uh, for anybody that happens to be uh, listening and not watching. Well, Airbnb in particular makes this difficult, but... In newspaper industry, they used to call above the fold. The part of the newspaper you'd see as soon, you know, in the display box, in the can where you picked it up, below the fold was when you took it out and, un <clears throat> excuse me, unfolded it. What we have here above the fold is this: the bit that shows before the show more. This this is your first chance to capture people and make them click on show more, so that you can sell them. Um, 
This is the second most important part of text that you have in your entire listing besides your title. It's a different amount of space on desktop than it is uh, on mobile. So you got to look at them both and make sure that you're getting the most important word showing here. That's why we preach a lot using bullets. You know, bullet points uh, at the top of your description, which we'll show here, will get to people quicker. Because let's face it, people are skimmers these days. 100%. Yep. I agree with everything Chuck says. And what, what we're referring to there is, and again, I, you know, description may be my last um, line of defense. I, I just feel like a lot of folks don't even really get that far, you know, and I could be wrong about that because there's, there's a lot of folks out there that are, you know, um, uh, data junkies and they really want to know what they're getting themselves into. And, and I totally understand that. Uh, but, but you have room for six, right? So you have room for, there's six spaces on Airbnb. Yep. Uh, on on the left and and uh wh what you do is you got basically just hit them with the high notes mm -hmm. uh, uh location uh hot tub uh, family friendly uh recently remodeled you know two to three words per bullet point six of them on the left hand side above the fold okay and then you have room for six more right next to it mm -hmm. if you put the spacing right you can fit 12 in what chuck is talking about here quote above the fold we are living in a TikTok world we're living in a world where you've got one chance to suck these folks in. They do not want to see a big chunk of words like they're reading a book. They just don't want to see that. It needs to be boom booms, bam bams, bang bangs. We, you know, we have different words for them. bullet points is what it is, the boom booms. Um, so hit them with six on the left, space it out. And then, guys, you got to check your work because if you don't get the spacing right, it's going to look weird on mobile. It's going to look weird on the app. It's going to look weird on the actual listing itself. So make sure you go back in and space it correctly. And, and I, I personally feel at least as of right now, fall 23, that's the best way to kind of suck folks in um, to, uh, uh, to get their attention and to, and then to show more yeah. to, to below the fold. Any, any more comments on that? Yeah. Don't also don't repeat too much. That's already in your headline. Remember this is valuable space. You, uh, repetition is not, your friend here. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then what about below the fold? Do we have any, uh, do you have any insight? I'll be honest with you. If I'm shopping around, there ain't, there's no way I'm looking at, uh, at what's down there. Uh, but we'll, we'll go ahead and pull up Arlene's uh, property here and uh, get deep into pillar number five. Um, and as a matter of fact, I, you know, I think it's really the only flaw in her listing. She's got a great listing but her description is a kind of a chunk of words. If you go, but if you go below the fold on her, she does have bullet points down below. I would turn her bullet points. She's got a section in her, in her, uh, about this space um, mm -hmm. where it says jacuzzi, charcoal grill, pool table, cornhole, multi-cade games, board games, high-speed internet. And to your point, those are not what's in her headline. So she nailed it. She just, you know, in my opinion, needs to move that up to where it's above the fold, where everybody can see it. And then they can click to then decide if they want to watch, you know, uh, read the book, basically. Yep. And yeah. this is another area that needs frequent changing, too. The rest of the description below the fold, I feel less strongly about updating that just to update it. Because um, it, it tends to be more of your, your, uh, uh, your, your, your text about the listing and here's my rules and here's how to book and, and that stuff doesn't change, but the stuff above the fold, 
headline. Those things need to be changed often. Change them often. Guys, it's really all there is to it. You got five pillars. Um, and uh, the more you change them, the more success you're going to have. You know, and then and then uh, let's talk about Verbo. Uh, are there really any differences on Verbo, and and what would those be? Well, our understanding is that Verbo, uh, in, in their own words, focuses more on the quantity of reviews as opposed to the actual review score. Uh, if you've done your search on Verbo, you may even pull your hair out noticing that people have a three point eight are ranked higher than you in the search results. Um, remember, Verbo is part of a large travel company that has a better or at least a deeper understanding of travelers than uh, say Airbnb does. Cause they, they sell flights, they do rental cars, they do hotels, uh, experiences, all, all sorts of things involved in travel. And so they've been able to learn in their 25 years or so of being around, the number of views makes a bigger difference to their customers than the scores of the reviews. So. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but other than that, headline, description, uh, photos, pricing, not really any uh, uh, um, side notes on Verbo versus Airbnb. I can't really think of any. I mean, it's. No, um, it, 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 Verbo talks less about having professional photos. Uh, we know uh, from uh, experimenting that Airbnb also looks at things like resolution of your photos to determine whether or not they're professional. I don't think Verbo goes anywhere near that far. And I've asked that question a uh, number of times and I, I, I don't, they don't dance around it. They go, no, I don't think so. Right. But you're talking algorithm wise. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as the consumer is concerned, we definitely want to. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, dazzle them, if you will. That, what about booking.com? I know you're using them. Any, any weird things there? I don't think so, but maybe. Um. I'm no longer using them. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm reluctant to get too negative about it, but let's just say that, you know, I'm happy to be on whatever platform brings me bookings. Absolutely. It doesn't make more work, and I'm not on that platform. So, again, long story short, everybody wants to know. Everybody says, Luke, can you look at my listing and tell me what's wrong with it? Well, here's the deal. I've done that a thousand times, and every time I've done that, every single thing that I've mentioned applies to your house. Because at the end of the day here, guys, it's overthinking. I mean, just massive overthinking. It's not that big a deal. The most important thing is caring, paying attention, changing, 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 changing. The five pillars of a great listing, which is number one, the headline. Number two, the reviews, your photos, pricing availability, and description. It's really common sense, but... Um, you know, sometimes we just need somebody to slap us over the head with it and, and, oh, wait a minute. Why didn't I realize it's really that simple? Just go in there and change the color of the price tag on the bananas at the front door of the grocery store. Yep. <laughs> Anything else to add on the way out? Uh, no, just remember, uh, you know, uh, we're dealing in short-term rentals. Marketing is universal. So, and that's what all this is, is marketing. Marketing, marketing, marketing. Exactly. I am going to give a book suggestion because I'm reading a great book and it is somewhat on this subject. Uh, Deepak Chopra's new book uh, is called Abundance and it is wonderful. I'm actually really loving it. Um, a lot of yoga talk, which I'm, I'm a fan. I do yoga every day, but it is it's on this subject, man. If you want, if you want more, you got to give more, right? That kind of thing. So um, thanks for hanging with us. Chuck Kramer on behalf of Mr. Mr. Kramer um, and, uh, Cashflow Carl, it is short-term rental management.
Hit us with a five-star review, please. Also, if anybody wants to be a guest, send us an email. Guest at strmshow.com. Don't overthink it.